0: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news or any topic that can affect our health, vitality and longevity. This week, I did a webinar on the value of the elimination diet and gave a little how to. So I thought I'd recap it for all my friends, you who are interested in health and taking control of your future health or maybe just trying to clear up some area of concern that's been nagging you. I do these free monthly health webinars and then post it on my website and different social medias, different topic each month, you know, it's just kind of some foundational information. So you might want to go there if you want to learn a little bit more. Um, these are important changes that can really make a difference. So this month, it was the elimination diet. That is a powerful tool you can use to help you find the best best diet for you. You know, it's nothing new and shiny. It's been used forever. And the premise is that we're all different. There is no one perfect diet for everybody. You know, it's, it's the old adage, you know, what is good for one is poison for another. Food can be your best medicine or your slowest poison, so the elimination diet is the best place to start. I've used it myself to help me overcome acne, metabolic weight loss resistance, low thyroid function, and to improve digestive health. So I really encourage you to try this and you know if you think you can use it. The elimination diet is not a weight loss diet, however... If you need to lose weight, you probably will. It's an incredible tool to help your body to see how it's going to react to certain foods, just short term, and that you're going to eliminate certain foods that are common in causing distress. You know, then you reintroduce these foods one at a time so you can uncover how your body is responding. You know, I know it can seem a little intimidating and overwhelming to eliminate these foods, but be strong. Experimenting with your diet is the only way to really understand how to properly nourish your body. There's no such thing as one perfect diet. You're different than me. We all have unique makeup and everybody is has different needs when it comes to food and nutrition, but the elimination diet is an approach that can be universally beneficial and can work for nearly everyone who tries it. But I have to say, you've got to do it correctly. A lot of people think they've done the elimination diet, but they didn't really follow it properly. They bend a lot of rules. So, you know, so the elimination diet, we're not just looking to find allergies, but also sensitivities. We define a food allergy as an unpleasant or even dangerous immune reaction after a certain food is eaten. It can be all sorts of immune reactions, but in contrast, food sensitivities are not an immune reaction, but they can cause a wider range of reactions in the body. And the tricky part is food allergies or sensitivities manifest in a number of different ways. And while they're usually undiagnosable, they can really be misinterpreted and remain hidden. So you may think you have a food allergy, so why not get an allergy test? Widely available. Well, frankly, they're expensive and unreliable. That's the bottom line, unreliable. So with the elimination diet, You're taking your health into your own hands and experiencing the results firsthand. No need for an expensive test that is unreliable. I'm all for testing. I do it all the time, but it has to be a reliable test. Save yourself some money and just do a little self-experimentation. So if you're suffering from digestive distress like bloating, gas, constipation, you know, your body is telling you, your body, the diet needs a makeover. Most digestive issues are usually related to inflammation in the gut, which causes discomfort and IBS, and that leads to leaky gut, which you do not want. I did a whole webinar a few months back, and that's posted on my website, debford.com. So any digestive distress, respiratory issues like congestion, sinuses, allergies, asthma, skin issues, If you've got skin irritation like eczema, dandruff, psoriasis, you know, various causes of eczema. Many people experience flare-ups when they eat certain foods. So the elimination diet is going to help you figure that out. Water retention, acne, migraines. Millions of people suffer from migraines. So if you're one of them, maybe you should do the elimination diet to help you reduce your pain. How about fatigue, irritability, brain fog? the culprit might well be on your plate. There's no other way of knowing except isolating that offender. So it's kind of like doing a research project on yourself. You you know, you start examining at the front point, then you adjust the conditions, the variables, then you assess the changes that are made. For some people, the results are nothing short of a miracle. Anxiety is gone chronic digestive issues, gone, migraines, gone, rashes, gone, brain fog, gone. You know, what may be temporarily giving you a little creature comfort, like the mac and cheese and the chocolate cake, you're going to gain in lasting and unequivocal knowledge about your own health and well-being. So the elimination diet. It's going to help you discover which foods cause uncomfortable system symptoms, and then by avoiding those foods that can cause triggers, you're going to see how your body is going to be very wise, and that way you can make better choices going forward. So an important thing to know is that your body is always changing. Allergies can develop at any age, under stress, and sensitivities can build over time. So that's why I recommend Everybody do an elimination diet at least once, or especially if you feel like something's off or something starts to crop up that is kind of nagging you. So even if you don't have glaring digestive IBS, you don't have a lot of skin conditions or allergies, think about other aspects of your life. How's your energy level? How are you sleeping? Do you have good REM sleep, good deep sleep? Are you stiff and sore? Do you suffer from brain fog? How's your mood? Are you irritable? Do you feel a little grouchy? These can all be traits of food sensitivities. So grab a pen, start taking stock, begin at the top of your head, go all the way down to your toes, list everything you notice about your body. It couldn't be from the top of your head, dandruff, itchy scalp, dry skin, brittle nails, stubborn fat, even hair loss, scratchy throat, phlegmy, just keep going. Add to the list, no matter how subtle the symptoms are, this will set you up to notice what those critical changes are when they happen when you do the elimination diet. So some of the foods that we're gonna be kind of watching So the eight major food allergens, according to the FDA, include dairy. So that's milk, cheese, yogurt, ice cream, anything coming from a cow. Eggs, peanuts. That's a real strong one that shows up with cravings. Wheat and corn, soybeans, tree nuts, almost all the other nuts. And peanuts are actually a legume and grow underground. So they're really not a nut fish and shellfish. There are so many other foods that can cause adverse reactions, but these are the eight groups that account for 90% of food allergies. Many of the foods we eat are derived from these ingredients, so you got to put your detective cap on and be a real investigator to sort some of these out. Food companies have gotten really skillful at hiding these, so you do have to be a detective. And the goal of the elimination diet is to remove foods that the body may be having a hard time tolerating. So you can start with the basic elimination diet, and it can be real simple. Just no gluten, no dairy, eggs, soy, fast food alcohol for at least 23 days because it takes that long to eliminate some of the protein compounds that the body is reacting to. A more comprehensive list, you know, if you want to do like the the whole gamut here, then that's also citrus fruit, the nightshade vegetables, red meat, and shellfish. So why these foods? Dairy, Three out of four people are unknowingly intolerant to dairy-containing foods. Some dietitians and nutrition researchers feel that almost everyone is sensitive to dairy to one degree or another, except for one small Scandinavian group. So, you know, some of the things that you may experience is just gonna to be to the lactose. So that's gonna really hit and give you diarrhea. But others can be allergies, asthma, acne, due to the protein beta-casein A1 found in cow's milk. Those don't show up in allergy tests. Some other symptoms for dairy can be headaches, a cough, asthma, frequent colds, sinuses, skin problems. I had that cystic acne due to dairy, went on a yogurt diet, In high school, and my face exploded. I was just beginning to put the diet and health correlations early on. Then also can be bloating, irritable bowel. Okay, so dairy. Then we have gluten. Gluten's a protein found in wheat, barley, rye, and often contaminated oats. It's gonna be in all your baked goods, uh, bread, cereals. Gluten can also be found in unexpected places like soy sauce, canned soups, instant coffee, and more. So, a lot of people sensitive to gluten, and and whether it is celiac or non-gluten, non-celiac gluten sensitivity, NCGS, that body may be producing an abnormal response. No way to know without doing the elimination diet. You know, while it's unclear we're still learning, it's important to know that, you know, you just eliminate the food, symptoms go away, And then when you reintroduce it, symptoms come back. That is the beauty of the elimination diet. Sugar, another one. That's the enemy. It's really not a food, but we got to get that out of there. It promotes inflammation, you know, all sorts of sugar-related things with insulin and glucose. But it also offers no vitamins and minerals, brings nothing to the party. And it uses up minerals and vitamins, all your B vitamins and chromium and magnesium. So we really call it an anti-nutrient. So we covered that a lot in another webinar, The Case Against Sugar, but just got to be on the lookout for that. Unhealthy oils, got to get rid of them too. Hydrogenated oils are chemically altered to take liquid oils into solids, They increase the shelf life of packaged foods. They're really a non-food, but they're everywhere. They promote chronic inflammation, encourage disease. As much as I honk on about sugar, a lot of researchers feel that bad fats are even worse for us than sugar. So you gotta get rid of those. Coffee, you know, that's on the elimination diet. You know, coffee increases cravings, destabilizes blood sugar, and causes stress to the adrenal glands that you know you're at the core of anxiety perhaps and mood problems or even how you handle stress. So caffeine also affects how you detoxify. So you need to get rid of that. Alcohol during the elimination diet it just causes confusion. So even if there is no sensitivity present, Alcohol disrupts the body's ability to detoxify, eradicate elimination, and you know, you may have other allergies in there. So we're going to nix the alcohol, even wine, for 23 days. 23 days, that's the optimal time that it takes to get these foods out of your diet. It is unlikely that you're going to notice anything before that. So we're going to be In those 23 days, the body's breaking down all the antibodies that are responsible for a lot of negative food-related immune reactions. So antibodies are just those proteins that your immune system makes when it reacts to food. So before you reintroduce foods, you need to give your body time to create new ones. Shorten the elimination period, and it's going to affect the validity of this experiment. So anyway... It's nice to know that this is only temporary. Your diet is going to be full of whole foods, fresh foods, veggies, lean proteins. You know, you're going to do most of your shopping on the perimeter of the grocery in the produce section. You know, if you're trying to find things in the packaged food aisles, you're going to have problems. You're going to be miserable. You're going to spend a lot of your time you know, neck crane down, squinting at tiny words and probably getting frustrated trying to figure out what you can eat. But go to the meat section, the produce section, buying some rice and buckwheat and quinoa, some fresh herbs and spices. You're going to be good to go in no time. Most importantly now, the reintroduction. The reintroduction is just as important as the comprehensive elimination list. You know, you do this first the elimination phase, then we're going to transition into reintroducing. This is called the challenge phase. This is where you really have to put your detective caps on and pay attention. When you're ready, at least on day 24, you pick one thing you've eliminated, like gluten or dairy or eggs, just one. Then reintroduce it back into your diet. Good size serving, You want to give your body enough to elicit a response. Then you pay attention. Over the next one to 24 hours, how do you feel? No reaction? And a reaction can be physical, mental, or emotional. Anything that's different, play close close attention. Eat it again, see how you feel. If you don't have an immediate reaction, reintroduce the food every day for up to four days. If you don't get an immediate reaction, you or if you do get an immediate reaction, you don't have to continue making yourself miserable for three more days. Stop that food, allow your body to recover, and then go to the next food. Slowly reintroduce one food at a time, waiting several days in between so you can see any adverse reactions. Go slow, do it right. Changes Note anything physical, mental, emotional, anything you have not noticed in the last three weeks. It's important to really pay attention. Follow these steps with the remaining elimination food groups. If any food seemed to cause a health reaction, stop eating it. You know, don't add any new food until your body calms down. You know, the elimination diet is super powerful and it's an accurate tool and it is much better than the highly inaccurate allergy test but you have to do it right you have to pay attention you know you can you know pay attention food is fuel but it's also information every bite you take sends a message to your body your digestive tract is responsible for translating the food into those chemical messengers to the rest of your body so I know I've shared a lot of recipes on the webinar, so you can go to my website and get that. And changing habits and taking control of your health does require a little bit of effort, a little work, but incredibly rewarding. We often don't know what foods can truly be bothering us unless you do an elimination diet. And that is such a great way to decipher what we personally should or should not be eating for optimal health. You know, I feel like if you need support, I'm here to help you. But thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen again or wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to my website, debford.com. Have a great day. And again, thanks for listening.